You're now listening to the Boys in the Booth podcast with your hosts, Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. New episodes every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 86 of the podcast. Just Harp and Chad for this one. Uh, Chad, how you doing, man? I am surviving, Harp. Uh, I just released a Let Us Explain episode of the podcast today. Yeah. We're recording on Sunday. This will be released on Monday, uh, this predictions episode. Um, man, I am not thriving. Let's just say that. I'm a bit... I'm a bit worried. There's a seed of doubt that has been that has been firmly placed in this series here for the Leafs and Habs, and it's just uh, it's like here we go again. But I don't want to talk a lot about that series in particular for this episode because we are doing second round predictions here. Whoever wins that series, will we'll talk about. But a couple things just before we we get into it. And by the way, if you want to listen to that. Um, it is on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so head over there, uh, boys in the booth. Uh, yep. I did want to point out my my William Nylander jersey in the background because he is one of the guys on this team who is making an effort every single night to play hard, and I absolutely love it. I've been saying it forever. I love Willie Nylander. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to point that out. Harp, it, yeah. it is a beautiful Sunday. I know you had a good weekend. You went out to the island. How are things, man? I'm good, and uh, I got my first dose of the Moderna vaccine today, actually. So my left arm is a little bit sore uh, and will probably be sore uh, tomorrow, so a couple of days. But feeling good. feels really good to get that done and over with. I was pretty hungover for it, i got to be honest with you. But, uh, hey, it was good to get that done. And so that means I can come up to Toronto and see you soon and see your new place uh, here very soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Hey, listeners, I just want to point out because I'm just learning of it now as I'm editing this episode that I did not use my mic for the entire episode um, because I am a bot and very dumb. But it doesn't sound bad. Okay, I was recording from my laptop uh, speakers. My mic must not have been connected, but it is what it is. It's only for one episode. It doesn't sound terrible. It just doesn't sound as crispy as this does. Um, But if you want to hear our picks, continue on. Just letting you know this little bit of a disclaimer uh, that I did not use my mic because I am an idiot. Um, But first, before we move on to the rest of the podcast, listen to this short ad read uh, and a word from our sponsor, Manscaped. And I did, in fact, use my microphone for this ad read. So there you go. Father's Day is coming and the weather is catching heat. Whether you have a dad bod or a rock and a six pack, make sure you and your dad are smelling nice and shaved where it matters most. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 and the Refined Cologne by Manscaped. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 and Refined Cologne is perfect for you and your dad in your life to complete your grooming game. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BITB. 20 at manscaped.com. 
Whether you're a six-pack guy or a dad bod guy, you're gonna have your shirt off this summer and nobody wants to see that unwanted body hair. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have just dropped their Lawnmower 4.0 and I hope you're as excited as me for this one because this thing is legit. This fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Do you or your dad travel a lot? Well, if so, then a 4.0 trimmer is the perfect thing for home and on the go. This upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on and off switch that you can engage and a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when you need a more precise shave, and it's waterproof. So you can shave your balls in the dark, or in the shower, or anywhere else your heart desires. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Fellas, it's time to pull the plug on wired trimmers and your wild bush. After you guys have clean balls, clean up your cologne game with the refined cologne from Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement to the collection. Light, approachable, and gentlemanly in all the right ways. So this Father's Day, if your old man is smelling a little bit funky, this cologne is a surefire way to change that and make him the talk of the summer. Man of the house deserves to smell like a king. Whether it's a gift for you, your dad, or any of the men in your life, choose Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BITB20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BITB20. And don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. So this year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. Uh, you know, Chad, before we get into our second round predictions, I just, you know, I wanted to comment on William Nylander and just how great he's been in this series. It's been a bit of a surprise because Austin Matthews won goal in this series and not for lack of trying uh, and lack of effort. You know, he's had so many chances to put the puck in the back of the net. It just hasn't gone in for him. But Mitch Marner. A goose egg. Zero goals in that series. Uh, so that is an issue. Hopefully he can find the back of the net. Both those guys in Game 7 and the Leafs can get the, uh, the job done. Um, and Jack Campbell has been fantastic for them. Uh, but uh, yeah, they've dropped two. little nervous about them. Anyway, Game 7, Monday night in Toronto. It's going to be fantastic either way. So we will get into our second round predictions now, and we'll start with uh, the Boston Bruins, who took out Washington in five games in the first round. They are up against the New York Islanders, who took out the Pittsburgh Penguins. Boston taking game one, five to two on Sunday. Taylor Hall has fit in really nicely there. By the way, reaching the second round for the first time in his career, wow. uh, we should uh, we should point out. Um, so, Chad, who do you have in this series? Uh, I've got the Bruins in six games. Um, you know from the first round that I had Boston losing in seven, uh, but I said that was going to be a super tight series. I said I could either see the Bruins you know, losing in seven games or making it to the cup final. So, of course, I've got to stick with that and uh, and go with the Bruins here. And also from my first-round predictions, you know that I had uh, Pittsburgh beating the New York Islanders, and they would have 
if they got average goaltending. And I even said that on the podcast. If they got average or even slightly above average or in and around there, they, they would have been able to advance no problem. Well, yep. they got goalied not only by Ilya Sorokin, who, by the way, yes, I picked to win the Calder Trophy, and he's not going to, but is having a seriously good postseason here uh, for the Islanders, and that's one of the reasons why they even advanced. So, yeah, the Penguins got goalied a bit by Sorokin, but mostly by Tristan Jari because he was brutal. It was the single worst uh, goaltender playoff performance since Money Puck has been tracking goalie stats which is unbelievable. He was, I think he was a minus eight uh, goals saved below expected. So that is, the, that is unbelievable. And obviously the giveaway, like in the, and whatever, I'm getting off topic. But yeah, so, so I've got the Bruins in six. I think the Islanders didn't really have any business winning uh, that first round series. They, they just got Tristan Jari. And I'll tell you right now, um, Tuka Rask is not going to be the same <laughs> as that, and, and he's going to be solid. So uh, Boston in six games, they've really found it. I think they're a deep, a strong team. Uh, if Washington had a won that first-round series, I would have also been picking Washington. Um, so, yeah, who, and, and also I should mention, each time we go through this, uh, I'm going to be giving Casey's picks as well because he couldn't join us tonight, and once sort of the playoffs are over or like the Leafs aren't playing on a Monday night, like we'll get back to our regular schedule and, and Case should be here every week, but it's just been really tight over the weekend and, and the busy schedule to get every, everybody in for, for these episodes, but the show must go on. That's um, right. And also something else, I know I'm rambling, there's just a lot to say. It's been a while, it feels like it's been forever because we missed I know. last week since yep. we talked, yep. right? Yeah, no, that's okay, man. But, uh, but also, I, I just wanted to say the NHL is... Like the way they're scheduling these games, like the fact that there are more playoff games, like more second round games going on tonight and last night, and then the Leafs and Habs are still in the first round. Like it's just weird. Like in seasons past, you always wait until the first round is over and then start, right? So it just feels weird, like this compressed schedule. And, and so, yeah. not an excuse to only have two of the boys, but it just, it kind of makes sense. Like it's just been so compressed. And obviously, you know, I'm not going to miss the Leafs game and, and record, but but yeah. So Casey, I will be saying Casey's pick is my roundabout way of, of how I wanted to go about that. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So let's hear it. Yeah. So Casey uh, has the Islanders in seven. Actually, he's been a big Islanders believer. I believe he had them in the first round as well. So so there you go. I've got Boston in six. He's got the Islanders in seven. Harp, who you got in that second round matchup? Well, I, I, I this is going to be a great series, and obviously Boston is up one nothing, but I am going to take the Islanders as well in seven games. I just think that this team is built for the playoffs. Uh, they are so committed to the system that they play. Sorokin has been excellent. Uh, Barry Trotz behind the bench, obviously, and uh, you know they've they've been to the conference finals before. I, I really like them in in this series in seven games, but it's going to be a good one because looking at this Boston team. It's kind of their last shot, really, mm -hmm. with this group that they have. Um, so, 
yeah, I, I but I, I do like the Islanders just the way they commit to their system, style of play. They are a pain in the ass to play against, as we all know. Uh, so I've got them in seven games. They've gotten some key performances as well in the first round. The first round series wasn't all getting goalied by, by Tristan Jari in, in the wrong way. It was also, they got some key performances like Kyle Palmieri. I, I ragged on that guy because he wasn't good for the last half of the season after the trade deadline, but he's been good in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and then also Sorokin, as we mentioned, who we didn't see as much of him in the regular season as we would have liked or I would have liked for him to win the Calder, but he's had a really, really good postseason. So, yeah, it, it's going to be a tight one, uh, and, and it should be a fun one as well. Definitely will be physical, as we saw from the first game. Oh, God, yes. And uh, let's go to uh, the Central Division now. So Tampa Bay and Carolina, and this is going to be an excellent series again. Love that video of Rod Brindamore hyping the boys up in the room after uh, calling his dad for his birthday, putting him on speakerphone. And uh, man, like hearing that, did that not just make you want to go out and just run through a wall for that guy? Like, how awesome was that? Before we get into our predictions here for the series. Yeah, that was unreal. Talk about, uh, you know, Rod the Bod being an absolute motivator for this team. Like, he's... Like, he's going to be a hot commodity whenever his deal is up. I think it's done this year, right? And it's unofficially, like, he wants to stay in Carolina, but I don't think they have the deal done. And his entire staff, he wants them That's back right. as well. Yeah. That's right. He's playing hardball with that. He's, he's like, yep. if you want me, you get my staff. And what a, what a legend to use that as a bargaining chip. Like, that is so cool. Rod the Bod is unreal. What a coach. <laughs> and, he, and he's got these guys motivated to play the best team in the league let's be honest he, yeah. and, and they're going to have to show up and he's going to have to keep motivating them so I have Tampa Bay in 7 over Carolina I think it's going to be a tight tight series but I mean you know how much I love you know Dougie Hamilton you know how much I love the, the Carolina Hurricanes and, and they're just a, a fun team to watch and they seem like they've got everything in place to be a, a true cup contender. It's kind of too bad they have to play Tampa Bay because I think Tampa is just as good, if not better. Actually, you know, I do think they're the better team here, and uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a super tight one. But yeah, I, I just think Tampa in each category is just a little bit better. I mean, yep. in the playoffs, anything can happen, but that's my prediction here. And Casey has Tampa in six. So are you uh, taking Carolina in this one, Harp? What, what, do, you, what do you got? Well, uh, uh, you guys made it pretty clear that I've got to stick to my bracket. I've got to be uh, loyal to that. So um, I'm going with Carolina Hurricanes in seven games over over Tampa Bay. I just I love their back end. Obviously, it starts with with Dougie Hamilton, but Jacob Slavin there as well, and uh, just the offensive depth. You look at a guy like uh, Martin Natchish and the way that he has come on this year. Sebastian Ajo, uh, Tivo Teravainen, like they've got a lot of good depth there. And also, uh, does it not seem like every overtime winner is courtesy of Jordan Stahl? Like, what a year for this guy. He has been a revelation. 
Uh, Alex Nedeljkovic, the goaltender, is obviously a great story as well. Rod the Bod has got them motivated, and uh, they would run through a wall for that guy. So I really like the Hurricanes in seven, but it's going to be close. And I think a big thing is, can Carolina's penalty kill shut down Tampa Bay's power play? Because that is lethal. Deadly. Absolutely deadly. Okay, so yeah. ne- next one then, Harp. Okay, so let's go to, uh, and and this is going to be a fantastic second-round series, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche. So uh, this is uh, the last of the three series that are already set, and, of course, we're waiting on Toronto and, and Montreal to uh, to wrap up, and the winner of that will face Winnipeg. So um, let's go to, to Vegas and Colorado. Colorado, a sweep. They got the brooms out against the St. Louis Blues. Four games, bing, bang, boom, they're on. And then the Vegas Golden Knights uh, in seven games um, defeating the Minnesota Wild. And I just got to say, before we get into our predictions for uh, this series, good on Dean Evason, Bill Guerin, and the Minnesota Wild for forcing a Game 7 against a very good Vegas Golden Knights team. By the way, in that Game 7, that 6-2 win, Matthias Janmark with a hat trick in that game. So he has fit in extremely well with the Golden Knights. In this series, I'm taking the Colorado Avalanche, and I think this is going to be a seven-game series. I think it's going to be really tight. These two teams are both absolute powerhouses. They are so deep, all four lines, all three pairs of D, And uh, but I got to give the edge to Colorado. They were the best team in the National Hockey League this season, so I like them in seven games. Chad? I also have Colorado in seven games, and that sort of seems to be the uh, the, the go-to prediction for this series. So I've seen it, it. Everybody is saying it's going to be tight. It's going to go to seven games, uh, but Colorado is ultimately going to take it. And I think the reason for that is just because it's so hard to bet against this team. They won their first-round series handedly. It wasn't even close. They blew out the, the St. Louis Blues, and... They won the President's Trophy, and they have one of the best players in the world in McKinnon, and Grubauer has stepped up, and their back end is just lightning in a bottle. It is just, they're a fun team to watch, and and one of, if not the best team in the league. I mean, according to the standings, they are. Um, but, let's not forget, it took them until Game 56 to clinch the President's Trophy, and that's because Vegas, who finished second in the league, was right on their heels for that President's Trophy. So Vegas is a really, really, really good team too, and it's sort of unfortunate that these two teams have to meet in the second round and not yeah. in like the conference finals or something, because I think whatever team wins this series will probably go to, to the Stanley Cup Final. I just think both these teams are so good it is a bit of a shame um we see robin laner is getting the start for game one of round two not sure what the rationale is there i believe flurry shut out the colorado avalanche twice this year so i'm not really sure maybe the the thing is there you know flurry needs a bit of rest or whatever but Regardless, they have two really good goalies, and uh, this is going to be a hell of a series. Now, that being said, I guess like I already mentioned, I do have Colorado in seven games, and Casey has Colorado in six games. I just don't see a way. Um, I, I just don't see a way where this series isn't one of the most entertaining uh, of this postseason because these two teams are electric, 
and both so 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 good yeah absolutely i i think uh i don't see a way that uh, this series doesn't go to seven and uh it makes sense you're picking colorado by the way that shirt that you've got on here chad has kind of got the the colorado colors so yeah, it's got a bit of that uh, in there yeah. that that makes sense for sure but i guess like for vegas maybe i would give them the edge a little bit because of the goaltending but grubauer has been so good this year uh and he has been uh, healthier than in years past and and that's a big thing for for Colorado to have success and uh, also going back to Vegas uh, them getting uh, Ryan Reeves and Braden McNabb back healthy are really big for them I was listening to uh, the latest uh, 31 thoughts with Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick and Frege made a good point saying that uh, guys like McNabb and Reeves are, are very uh, they're a very big part of the identity of the Vegas Golden Knights so that's that's big for them um but i've got to go with colorado they're just they're so deep both of these teams it's going to be a fantastic series but uh yeah i got to go with colorado in seven games um all right let's uh chad before we wrap up so uh game seven obviously tomorrow night as we mentioned uh between the leafs and the habs winner will move on to face the winnipeg jets uh just want to get your thoughts on the jets uh, quickly before we wrap up a sweep over the edmonton oilers uh what are your thoughts on uh paul maurice and the winnipeg jets well we, we should also do the hypothetical predictions right so jets versus leaves jets versus habs we should do that too we'll cover that quick sure um but yeah just I- initial thoughts on the jets like who saw this coming? Who saw a sweep coming of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and the Edmonton Oilers? We sure didn't. We all picked the Oilers in five, uh, so we look like absolute clowns for doing that. But, I mean, so does everybody else because nobody saw this coming. Like I said earlier in the previous podcast, uh, the Jets limped into the playoffs. Like, they did not look good down the stretch, and they weren't getting, you know, key performances from, from some of their best players. And, you know, it showed down the stretch. But in the playoffs, everything is different, um, and and they they absolutely ran over the Oilers, which is just a joke. So, yeah, um, yeah and I guess we'll, we'll set it up that way then. So, so Leafs, Leafs and Jets, and then Habs and Jets too, so... Yeah, and uh, Connor Hellebuck, again, I mean, proving that he is one of the top goaltenders in the NHL. He's been great for them. So Winnipeg awaits either Montreal or Toronto. We know who you've got, and uh, I have to go with Toronto as well. Fingers crossed that they can can pull it off here. They can get their act together and win in Game 7 against the Montreal Canadiens in Toronto. No fans in the building, which is really a shame after seeing 2,500 fans at the Bell Centre in Montreal for Game 6. Coke Kaniemi getting the overtime winner, of course. That was awesome to see. But regardless, this is going to be a great Game 7. I do think it's going to be close. I could see another overtime finish uh, or whatever in this one. Both goaltenders have been excellent. Um, but I, I got to go with the Leafs. I think it's going to be a really close game, but I do see them taking it in seven, moving on to face uh, the Winnipeg Jets. So uh, before we, we get into that, obviously you've got uh, you've got Leafs winning in, in game seven. Any, uh, any thoughts on what that game is going to be like? Well, no, not really, because we, we who knows in the playoffs, right? But Harp, what, what I meant was and what I wanted to do was Let's just do uh, let's do some hypotheticals here. So, say the Leafs win. Oh yes, win tomorrow, yes. Or okay. So actually, let's start with say the Habs win tomorrow. Habs and Jets second round. 
who you got. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got Winnipeg. I've got Winnipeg taking that if uh, hypothetical, of course, uh, over over Montreal. Um, I just, you know, we, we've we seen it before. Like last year, Carey Price will stand on his head in the first round and get them through a round. And then the second round, they maybe win a game or two or whatever. So I, I think that that's something that could happen again. And Winnipeg is, uh, you know, committed to their system and they're big and a tough team to play against. So I will take Winnipeg in five games over Montreal if uh, if it goes that way. And then if the Maple Leafs move on, uh, from Game Seven and uh, and face the Jets, I've got Leafs taking that series in seven games. I think that would be a, a really really tight series. So, uh, anyways, sorry for the mix up there, Chad. Let's get your thoughts there on on those uh, hypotheticals. All good, man. You should be more sorry for your internet connection, wah. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, my my picks here. If the Leafs win, I've got them beating the the Jets in five games. I, Winnipeg doesn't scare me. The Leafs dominated them this year. The Leafs are in their heads. They're the be- they're better than Montreal. They're better than Winnipeg. If they lose this first round series, it will be a monumental failure. Um, if they lose, if they if they win Game Seven and they go on to play the Jets and they lose that series, it will be a monumental failure. I don't care. They're the better team. The expectations have been raised, and they have to win. So I've got the Leafs in five. If that's the case, if Montreal wins uh, tomorrow and they beat the Leafs and move on to the second round to play the Jets. I've got the Jets in seven. I think it'll be a tight one. Uh, I think Montreal has shown in this first round series that they, you know, they can play with, with skilled teams and they can shut them down using their body and Carey Price can be a game changer. So that's what I've got there. Uh, Casey has Winnipeg in five over Montreal. He doesn't think it's going to be a contest. And Winnipeg in six over Toronto, depending on who gets in. So uh, those are, I think, all of our picks. Anything in summary or anything you, you want to get off your chest before we uh, we finish this epi? No, again, I just uh, wanted to apologize for uh, my, uh, my mixed... Uh my mixed bag there on uh, on the hypotheticals. It's just, it, but you know what, Chad? I'm going to blame it on the NHL for yes. the way that uh, the schedule is. Stupid. Like we said, you know, we had Game One with uh, with the Islanders and and Boston. Uh, you know, before we started recording here, and then we're still waiting for Toronto, Montreal to wrap up and move on to face Winnipeg. So that's why I'm all mixed up. But anyways, glad we got the hypotheticals out there and our thoughts on. Uh, the uh, series that are set in stone. So second round is going to be fantastic uh, and uh, really great to jump on here quick and give our predictions. And uh, yes, uh, moving forward, we'll be back to uh, some more uh, consistency here and releasing uh, episodes every week. And again, um, uh, before Game 7, if you want to throw on your Let Us Explain on the Leafs, uh, our listeners can certainly do that. So anyways, Chad, uh, thanks so much for this. Uh, This was great. Good luck, sir, in Game 7, and uh, we will chat again next week. This has been another episode of Boys in the Booth with Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. New episodes every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
Connect with the Boys in the Booth on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Boys in the Booth. Visit boysinthebooth.com for show details. And don't forget, you can become a patron of the podcast for just $1 a month at www.patron.com slash boysinthebooth.